0: Hey everyone, I'm David Chalian, the CNN Political Director. This is the CNN Political Briefing. Here's what you need to know in politics for Wednesday, September 28th. Don't look now, but Congress may actually eventually do something legislatively as a fix for the horrific events we saw take place on January 6th. Senate Minority Leader Mitch McConnell expressed this week that he supports the legislation that a bipartisan group of senators have been working on that would make it harder to overturn a certified presidential election. Now, that's a weird sentence to say from the get-go. Why should a certified presidential election ever be up for debate to be overturned? And yet we all saw precisely what happened as Congress convened on the 6th of January as constitutionally prescribed to tally up the certified electoral votes from the states and bring the presidential election process to a sort of procedural close. And then, of course, there was that insurrection aimed at preventing that from happening. And so one of the things that grew out of the six was, well, what do we need to change about that Electoral Count Act? And is there the will in Congress to actually change it? And this week, we learned from Minority Leader Mitch McConnell that, indeed, there may be that will to get some changes signed into law, bring some clarity to this law as well. Here was Mitch McConnell on the Senate floor on Tuesday. Congress process for counting the presidential electors votes was written 135 years ago. The chaos that came to a head on January 6th of last year certainly underscored the need for an update. now we all know Donald Trump has no interest in seeing this law changed. He thinks that it is a terrible plan. Of course, that would play right into his continued lies about the legitimate outcome of the 2020 election. And then, of course, that being the case, this is yet another moment where we see sort of McConnell and Trump, the divide inside the Republican Party. The Senate Rules Committee voted yesterday to send this bill to the Senate floor. All Democrats and every Republican present, that did not include Senator Bill Haggerty of Tennessee, he was absent, voted in favor of it, except one single Republican senator, Ted Cruz of Texas, who voted against it. And that final vote, that 14 to 1, those 14 yeses include the vote of Senate Minority Leader McConnell. This bipartisan bill does not rashly replace current law with something untested. It keeps what's worked well and modestly updates what has not. Cruz used his time in the Senate Rules Committee hearing to say that he saw this legislation as nothing but a simple and pure political attack on Donald Trump. This bill is all about Donald J. Trump. And nobody in our lifetimes has driven Democrats in this body more out of their mind than President Trump. Now, as I said, I understand why Democrats are supporting this bill. What I don't understand is why Republicans are. Here was Democrat Amy Klobuchar's response to that when she was asked about it by my colleague Manu Raju. My first reaction, by the way, was that his name wasn't raised during the discussions. (laughs) Now, Donald Trump's name may not have been raised during discussions, but clearly he was at the center of what went on here. I mean, he was urging his own vice president to... Halt the counting of the electoral votes, which, by the way, every substantial legal scholar, constitutional scholar, explained that that was not something in the vice president's purview to do. And the vice president himself, as you know, came down in the determination that he could not stop the counting of the votes. So here's how the bill tightens up the Electoral Count Act of 1887, which has been the governing body of law here, as well as the Presidential Transition Act of 1963. This new bill, should it become law, it would increase the number of House and Senate members required to raise an objection to the certification of these electoral votes. The Senate bill, the one that passed the Rules Committee, would require the support of one-fifth of each chamber to raise an objection. The way it currently stands, only one House member and one senator are needed to object before that objection goes before each chamber of Congress for a vote. So that's a substantially higher threshold to get one-fifth of each chamber on board with an objection than just a single senator and House member. Here again is Amy Klobuchar during yesterday's hearing. Right now, just two people out of 535 members can object and slow down and gum up the counting. This bill also makes clear that each state's governor is responsible for submitting the certificate that identifies the state's electors. This would address the issue of multiple state officials sending to Congress competing slates of electors with different names. There's a whole investigation at the federal level that the DOJ is pursuing about this so-called Fake elector scheme, this scheme that Donald Trump's allies were putting together with the tacit approval of Donald Trump to submit alternate slates of electors that were not legitimate and not in accordance with the way some of these key states voted. Now, the House has its own version of the bill. We talked about that on this podcast last week. Liz Cheney is a co-sponsor of that bill with Zoe Lofgren. There are some differences between the bills, including that sort of threshold of how many members of the Senate and the House do you need to support an objection before it would go before the body for a vote. But there are similarities with the Senate bill including making the vice presidential role clearly and overtly a purely ceremonial one so that it's never called into question again. Of course, Donald Trump uses the fact that Congress is specifying that as a ceremonial role now as justification somehow that indeed Mike Pence must have been able to do what Donald Trump was asking him to do. Again, something the vice president then, Pence, and his legal team totally and completely objected to. So clearly, this is going to need some sort of conference committee or at least an agreement between both chambers before it can get to the president's desk. And obviously, it only passed through committee in the Senate. It still needs to go to the floor. The timing on all of this, given the upcoming midterm elections, means that this is likely something to be worked out in the lame duck session after the midterm elections in November, but before this Congress concludes at the beginning of January. Here's what Senator Klobuchar and Senator Blunt told my colleague Manu Raju about the timeline yesterday on Capitol Hill. We believe we've got such strong support for this bill. It has never wavered, uh, but it must be done. And this is our main message today. It must be done by the end of the year. I would, I would think the majority of Senate Republicans will support it. And more importantly, 60 people will vote for this, send it to the House, and then the House will have to decide what they want to do with it. One quick caveat. Mitch McConnell, when he announced his support for this bill, which was a very big deal to have the Republican leader come in and say, this is something that my party should get on board with as well. This is something that has the Republican leader's support. He had the caveat in there, provided that nothing more than technical changes are made to its current form. So McConnell's saying he'd like to see the Senate version of this bill be the one that gets passed into law. Whether or not the House will accept that, well, we'll have to stay tuned in that lame duck session to find out. That's it for today's political briefing. Thanks so much for listening. And please take a moment and be sure to follow us wherever you get your podcasts. We'll talk to you tomorrow.